Om Jnana Timirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurin Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha And we'll speak on Shri Gurashtaka, uh, composed by Vishwanath Thakur Thakur. It's a very beautiful poem in praise of the Guru. Uh, I was thinking for some days I'd like to speak about this and then I thought this is a suitable occasion for doing so on the occasion when we are initiating devotees into the sampradaya of gurus who are specifically endowed with these qualities which Vishwanathagura Thakur describes. This song of Vishwanathagura Thakur, uh, it, can only, it can only apply to gurus in the Gurya sampradaya. Uh, descriptions they may they they are more broadly generic for uh, all Vaishnav gurus, but some are specifically for gurus. Yeah. This is composed in Sanskrit poetry. It's uh, we have the translation given here in English and in your Czech songbook also. But uh, if we can appreciate in the original language, then there, there's we can uh, we can appreciate more its its uh, profundity, beauty, and subtlety. Of course, I don't know Sanskrit, but uh, I, most of the or the, the great majority of Gorya kirtans or poems are in Sanskrit or Bengali. Some also in Oriya, Maithili, Rajbuli, Hindi. Maithili? Maithili. That's Mithila's uh, where Sita comes from. Mithila is Maithili. So there's then uh, Raj, Rajbuli also. That's a, a, langu- it's a language uh, used by poets in the Vrindavan area. It's not the same as the Bridge Basha, which is spoken. It's specifically for poetry. So uh, anyway, I have some knowledge of Bengali, which is very similar to Sanskrit, the vocabulary, especially the, the, uh, the language that Gauriyas use. So um, that's the, the vocabulary is the same to a large extent. But a uh, major difference is that Sanskrit grammar is very complex, whereas Bengali grammar is very simple. So both of these languages are very suitable for expressing uh, loving feelings toward Krishna. Mm. And they both have their... Uh, Sanskrit, by being complex, is able to express in a certain way. Yeah, and Bengali, by being simple, is able to express in a certain way. And English is a crippled language as far as this, as far as this is concerned. These uh-huh. topics are concerned. I, I would guess that Czech is also. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Krishna Bhakti is not developed, not dependent upon language, and Srila Prabhupada has uh, purified this condemned English language by translating his books into that language. But uh, certainly, certain languages are better for different uh, functions. There was one king of Spain who said that, I speak, what is it, German to a dog? 
it in, uh, I can't remember, something, something like Russian to a horse, French to a woman, and he was a Spanish king. He said Spanish to God. So we, we, this, the, the language that Krishna uses is, uh, is Sanskritum, and uh, the Prakrita, bridge language. Prakrita, that's, uh, it means, uh, what does it mean? How do you say it? It means like the, the local colloquial. So this, uh, this particular prayer is very, very beautiful. And if we know the words and the meaning, and every, every morning we sing it with this tune, and it's the most perfect way to begin the day, seeing the deities. I remember the first time I came to a temple, I was uh, forced by nature to stay overnight. Maya Dakshina Prakriti, nature is under the control of Krishna. So, uh, getting up at four o'clock in the morning and taking a cold shower. I mean, I was just a guest, but there was no, there was no mercy for guests in those days. <laughs> Although actually it was mercy. Ah, this question was the mercy. So, I was there at 4.30 in the morning in the temple room and listening to this. I, of course, I didn't understand anything, but the, the, the singing was so beautiful. Some, uh, same tune, but there's some, some little uh, let me see, it's the same tune they don't, the same tune as we sing now, but of course, but just so. At the end of each two lines, they would sing like this. Yeah. Most enchanting. In, uh, in the Christian tradition, of course, there's also very beautiful music in praise of God. Nowadays, there's uh, techno rock. They came a long way down. So, let us revive the uh, theistic cultural traditions. Here, yeah, the, the first verse, we, we can uh, look out the window and get some idea of what it's talking about. It's talking about rain, rain of mercy, uh, as, as an interesting... Uh, it's interesting that from this verse it's understood that uh, Vishwanath Chagavari Thakur understood that rain comes from the ocean. Without modern scientific query, he knew about that. What's the word for rain? Oh, desh. Oh, I heard you say varshi. Desh. That's something else. No, okay. Because varsha is the word. One word for rain in Sanskrit. So... Uh, he gives the uh, well-known example of uh, samsara davanam. This means the forest fire of material life. There are many uh, metaphors given for material life. Now, this is a common one, that it's like a forest fire. Because the forest fire happens without any apparent reason. Nowadays, some vandal might go and start a fire deliberately. But normally that would happen just by chance, it seems. In the heat of summer, everything is completely dry. No rain for days, only hot, hot, hot. Day and night, you can't imagine. Unless you live through it. The heat of the Indian summer. So the forest becomes very dry. Then if, if there's Especially if there's bamboo, because the, the bamboo it grows up very close. One, one bamboo will be growing up in a cluster, all close together. So due to the wind blowing the top of the, at the top, there's some foliage. So the, the, that will 
catch the top of the tree, and then down below two uh, trunks of bamboo, or it's not really a trunk, but two sticks of bamboo will be rubbing against each other again and again and again in the hot, dry atmosphere. Then, uh, it becomes hot and hot and hot and hotter and hotter, and then some fire may be generated. And in a, in a hot, dry forest, you can imagine that very soon if there's fire, that will spread very quickly. And all the animals will try to flee, but usually the forest fire spreads so quickly, so quick and so devastating that they're simply killed. So the example is given that uh, this material existence is like a forest fire. It, it Apparently, without any real reason, it, it just people are always... Samsara-dhavanada, uh, lyudha. Lyudha means afflicted or oppressed by... So it, 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 it seems that everything should be nice. There's no, why is there so much suffering? But there is, it's the nature of the material uh, world. Loka uh-uh. means the people, the people who are afflicted by the uh, forest fire of material life. Um, so to deliver them, Charnaya, um, he has the, brings the mercy, this Karanya. Mercy. Then uh, cloud, ghana aghana, means uh, very dense, very, very dense. When the water becomes all collected together, that becomes a cloud. Showering the rain from the clouds of mercy. Who is like a cloud showering the rain of mercy. And where does, where does this water of mercy come from? Prabhatasya. One of one who has obtained Kalyana Gunarnavasya, the uh, of one who is like an ocean. Arnava means ocean. So an ocean of Kalyana Guna, of auspicious qualities. So this is Krishna. Krishna is an ocean of auspicious qualities. So when we say uh, Guru's mercy, it actually means Krishna's mercy received through the Guru. Although it may be that the Guru is even more liberal in, in distributing it than Krishna himself. The ocean is there, but the cloud collects the water and, and distributes it. So, Vande Guru Sri Charanaravinda, offering obeisances at the uh, lotus feet of the spiritual master. And we'll, we'll find that in all the verses, almost all the verses, this. This ending is the asya. So this means um, of one who has such qualities. So in this verse it's described that offering uh, respects at the lotus feet. Charana means feet and Aravinda means lotus. Aravinda is lotus. So here it's uh, offering respects at the lotus feet of one who is just like a uh, a cloud of mercy distributing water from the uh, from the ocean of mercy, from the ocean of auspicious qualities, and thus delivering the uh, persons who are afflicted by the blazing fire of material life. So the next verse uh, refers to Mahaprabhu Kirtan, the, the Kirtan of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. There's uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, who's also a 
uh, one of the most superb among the many, many Vaishnav poets. It's uh, practically the, the whole, everything about Krishna consciousness is in Bhaktivinoda Thakur's songs, from the very beginning philosophy up to the, up to the very highest level. So he also, in, in one important phrase which he has uh, given, he refers to Gora Vihita Kirtan. A kirtan that is approved by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So this verse describes that the uh, offering obeisances to the spiritual master, who in uh, Kirtan, glorifying Mahaprabhu, Kirtan means Kirtan, glorifying Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, or the Kirtan introduced by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So by dancing, singing, and playing musical instruments, his mind is very pleased by the uh, emotions, the feelings generated by doing so. And thus, nritya uh, yeah. means dancing, gita means singing, vaditra means playing musical instruments. So, romancha, he, the hairs of his body standing on end. Uh, kampa means trembling. Ashutaranga means crying in waves, tears flowing like waves. So, one who is experiencing this ecstasy in Kirtan, he is uh, offered respects by Srila Vishwanathakura So, that is the uh, Bhagavad path of Kirtan, and the spiritual master also engages in the uh, Pantaratric path of deity worship, which is uh, Sri Vigraha Aradhana, worshipping the deities. Nitya means daily. Sri Vigraha Aradhana, Nitya. Then Nana Shringa, he uh, offer, offers various dresses, ornaments, and Tan Mandira Marjan, cleaning the temple, and all other related services. He is thus engaged and engages his disciples also. Such a spiritual master is offered obeisances to. So, Chatur Vidha Sri Bhagavat Prasadaha, four kinds of uh, prasad, foodstuffs offered to the Lord. Lehya, Chusha, Charvya, and uh, what's that word for chewed? I'm not remembering that. Yeah, that which is chewed, sucked, licked, and drunk. So, uh, a very scientific analysis. So, uh, Swadu ana, t- very tasteful. Is a, very, the Lord should be offered very nice food. Uh, he be, he becomes very satisfied to see how Krishna is satisfied by being offered very nice foods and uh, and uh, honors that in the association of devotees. Becomes become uh, in the association of sees how devotees are offering nice foods to Krishna and distributing that. Actually, in the Vaishnava system, the offering is uh, supposed to be most complete when you start off by, you start the offering uh, maybe a few months before. Start making the offering a few months before. Can you imagine? How, how can you do that? Any idea? Well, first of all, you grow the vegetables and, and everything. So here you have a good opportunity. Some might say, uh, call you and say, I can't come, I'm busy, I'm preparing, I'm preparing the offering for next call, Pornima. Prabhupada often used to say that at our farm projects that we should only we should only offer to the Lord and respect that which is produced right here on the land. And actually that's most tasty. And nourishing. And you can say. 
how pleasing it is to offer to Krishna the food that has been you've grown very nicely for for his satisfaction. What do you say? What do you say? Is it? It's not that it is the same satisfaction. Here's the word is given satisfaction. The same satisfaction is not had from going to buying something with no flavor and no nourishment wrapped up in some plastic. So, in the spiritual master, it's great satisfaction from seeing how the Lord is worshipped nicely by nice foodstuffs and how they're distributed among the devotees and others. Shiradhika madhavayora pa. Yeah, actually, you have to read it or sing it all in one line and you can appreciate the beauty of the poetry. Shiradhika madhavayora para. This is the the unlimited of Radha, Radhika and Madhava. So what is unlimited? Unlimited here means apa, means without without any uh, end. Apara. It means without, para means like a boundary. So there's no boundary. You can go on and on and on, deeper and deeper into it. And you think, where, where are we going to reach the end? What's the, there is no end. If we think, now, now I've come to the End of Krishna consciousness. There's no further to go. There's no. There's no such point. Madhurya lila gunarupa nam nam. This, the the qualities, the 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 the, the very sweet pastimes, qualities, forms and names. Pratikshan at every moment. Asvadana lolupasya again lolupasya of one who, so one who is very eager to taste. The sweetness of Radhika and Madhavas, unlimited pastimes, qualities, forms, and names. So, to such a spiritual master, he is offering this. Of course, Srila Vishwanathar Thakur is himself such a spiritual master. He is uh, Chakravarti, he is an emperor of. Poets of those who are the poets describing the beautiful pastimes of Radha and Krishna, mm-hmm. and continuing with the same thing. Nikunja Yunaha, the, the divine couple. Nikunja Yunaha, Boskipar, who uh, perform their pastimes in the forest bowers of Vrindavan Those pastimes are specifically Rati Keli. They're they're uh, uh, playful spots of love affairs. Rati means uh, strong attachment, especially in sexual attachment. But this is not the uh, this is not mundane sexual attachment. Siddhai, uh, Sid. This is the topmost perfection. Ya ya alibi yukti the. He, he's assisting the gopis in whatever different, uh, so many different elaborate arrangements are made by the gopis for the pastimes of Radha and Krishna. The spiritual master in his uh, original swarup, in that uh, original Vrindavan, is very expert in assisting the gopis and is very dear to them for assisting them in their service to Radha and Krishna. Prabhupada explained that this about this verse that this verse doesn't apply to every guru, 
but particularly those who are in the Manjari Bhav, those who are in their original forms, gopis assisting Radha and Krishna. Assist, gopis assisting other gopis in serving Radha and Krishna, which is the central focus of our sampradaya. But not all devotees uh, in their perfected state are gopis. Sakshad Harit Vena Samasta Shastraya Uktas Tatab Havyata Eva Sandhi. All the scriptures declare that the Guru is as good as God, and uh, all the scriptures, all the sadhus, they all say the same thing. Nevertheless, he is also understood uh, to be not as good as God, not that he is God, but as good as. There's a difference between being the same as and as being as good as. So that's uh, that's quite a position. By becoming humbler than a blade of grass, one is uh, elevated by Krishna to the most exalted position. So the first verse describes the the uh, kalyana guna, all the the, uh, the auspicious qualities of that's which are brought from the ocean. And the, the next six verses describe some of the uh, symptoms or effects, symptoms and effects of that uh, rain of the ocean of mercy. Rain of the ocean of auspicious qualities. So for those who have the purified intelligence to appreciate it, the, what is being offered uh, is from beyond this material world. The rain is coming from from beyond the forest fire. It, re- it requires great mercy to even have the desire to appreciate the gifts of the uh, acharyas in the Gloria Sampradaya. Even great acharyas like Ramanuja and Madhva, they, they cannot appreciate all of these verses of Vishwanath Chagavar Thakur. So it requires great mercy to be able to appreciate and accept the, these gifts. So Vishnu Chakvar Thakur says that Yasya Prasada, by his mercy, Yasya Prasada, from his mercy. Then uh, his mercy is equivalent to Bhagavat Prasada, the mercy of Bhagavan Krishna. But Yasya Aprasad, if he's not, by not getting his mercy or if he's dissatisfied, that's why it's important to sing Yasya Prasada, Bhagavad Prasado, Yasya Prasada Nagati. Yasya Prasada means by his mercy, and Yasya Prasada means by not getting his mercy. So make sure you pronounce it properly. Yasya Prasada Nagati Katopi. By, by his non-mercy or by his dissatisfaction, one has no hope of achieving the goal. One, no, no position, nothing, finished. So don't sing Yasya Prasada Nagatikato. By his mercy, there's no hope. Don't sing that. As it makes a lot of difference between saying the long, between saying a uh and ah. It's a complete opposite. So Nagatikato, pi, api, even though, in spite of. This means that even if one chants 64 rounds a day and fasts fully on Ekadashi and, and does all kinds of endeavors in devotional service, if somehow or other one doesn't, if one displeases the spiritual master, then all of this is like offering ghee into ashes. So it's uh, 
the point is being made that this is essential to have the mercy of the spiritual master. It's the essential factor in one's devotional advancement. Therefore, dhyam stuvams tasya yashastri sandhyam at three junctions of the day, that's uh, sunrise, sunset, and when the sun is at the zenith, one should meditate upon and praise his glories. This is uh, particularly done by uh, chanting of the Gayatri, of the Guru mantras in the, uh, along with the Brahma Gayatri and other Pancharatric mantras. Those who are Brahman initiated, they chant. So this beautiful prayer is chanted by Gauriyas daily, early in the morning, in the particular tune suitable for that time of day. Srila Vishnu Chakravar Thakur says that, uh, describing this song, Sri Gurvashtakam Epaduchai, whoever chants this loudly, Brahma Mahurti, Brahma Mahurti Padati Prayatnatu, who very carefully recites and, and loudly recites this prayer in the Brahma Mahurta, Sri Vrindavana Natha Sakshada Seva. That service, direct service to Krishna in Vrindavan is, is attained by such a person upon quitting his body. Yeah, immediately after quitting his body, he attains this. So this is very beautiful prayer. And I think among all the many, many beautiful prayers, that our acharyas have given us. Myself, I think, for me, this is the most beautiful. It's, it's difficult to say because there are so many beautiful prayers. But this is my favorite. <laughs> Prabhupada said that, that we sung last night this this Hari Hari Bifale Janamagawainu. Prabhupada said this is his favorite. Ah. So while being faithful to one's guru, one may have. Certain differences of taste also. If his favorite preparation is halava, it doesn't mean that yours has to be halava. Um, <laughs> to follow the spiritual master doesn't mean that one becomes like a factory product. There's a difference between uh, following, capturing the essence and yeah, imitating. So uh, we say that the spiritual master, but it's not like... Well, in the early stages, it might be something like being in an army. There's so many rules and regulations to follow. But uh, ultimately, Krishna conscious is the ultimate freedom, where one is, uh, out of love for Krishna, one, is, one, one doesn't consider anything else except how to please Krishna. So, we hear people talking about express yourself, be yourself. But they don't know who they are. So when they express themselves, they simply express lust, anger, and greed. It's something like a child expressing themselves. Ah, just make a big, big egoistic noise. This traditional music, even in the West, was meant for the glorification of God. It's very beautiful. And the forgetting God, express yourself, comes, then you get down to the level of techno rock. But there's no subtlety, there's no beauty, there's no love, it's just raw egoism, that's all. So Krishna conscious means actually to discover who we are. 
and uh, Krishna loves us. He loves us uh, as individuals. We're all individual. And the, the pleasure that Krishna gets from every living being is, is, is different. From you know, It's all different. That gives more and more variety of pleasure to Krishna. So in Krishna's service, different devotees have different tastes. One consideration is duty. Duty is never to be given up. One has a duty to serve Krishna, Guru and Krishna. But a higher principle than duty, even though duty is never to be given up, but a higher principle is love. So one is to serve the spiritual master like a slave, Bhagavatam says. The Brahmachari serves like a slave. Brahmachari Guru Kule Vasandanto Guru Ritan Acharan Dasavan Nicho. Dasavan Nicho means like a, like a very menial servant. But why is that or how is that? Guru Sudhirasodhirdham. Out of a, out, one serves like that uh, out of a sense of very strong affection. So the, we say spiritual master, but it's the principle is, is not one of uh, that one person wants to dominate over another, but that out of love wants to guide. So from this, from this kirtan of Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, we don't find any mood of oppressiveness, but uh, charming, loving demons. Hare Krishna. Is there any question about this? Yeah, please. If uh, somebody is influenced by the last angry breed, so for if, if, just suppose. Okay, so um, for him it's not possible to know God wise like that. Why is it like that? Because yeah. these uh, last anger and greed are they cover our actual vision. God can be seen by eyes of love. Laske. Where there's lust, anger and greed, there's selfishness, not love. That covers our our uh, loving propensity. It's not uh, not understandable. We can see, but we uh, but not appreciate. Physically, some impression may be on the retina, which is recognized within the brain, and 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 then or processed within the brain or within the mind and, and uh, transferred to the consciousness. But uh, we, may not, we may see Krishna, but we may not see Krishna. We see Krishna, but we don't see the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We think this is my enemy or my competitor or an insignificant person. When Krishna entered the wrestling arena of Kamsa in Mathura, Everyone, so many spectators, they all saw him. The wrestlers saw him like a thunderbolt. The, the Vrishnis saw him as the most exalted member of their dynasty. The young women saw him as Cupid personified. The yogis saw him as the super soul. And uh, people of, of uh, stupid people uh, no with no particular affiliation to Krishna. He thought, well, just another person. Kamsa saw him, here is my death, come. So they all saw Krishna, but according to the degree that they were covered with lust, anger and greed, they failed to recognize him as the best, as their best friend and the Supreme Personality of God. <clears throat> Prabhupada said when he was uh, 
installing the deities of, of Sri Sri Rukmini Dwarkadish in Los Angeles. He said that Krishna has come because he wants to talk to you. But we cannot talk to him as long as our hearts are not pure. As, as long as we think that the deity is just made of stone or brass, then he will remain to us, you'll perceive as stone or brass, a, a, a statue. <coughs> but if our hearts become purified, then Krishna, this Krishna, will speak with us. Hare Krishna. Kam krod lob moha madadiya vishta ishab nachare kishe pavinata Krishna. As long as our hearts are covered by lust, anger, or actually here the term is given, absorbed. As long as, uh, as long as we are absorbed in lust, anger, greed, illusion, and all other bad qualities, then how can we attain to Radha Krishna? It's, it's not possible. It should be an easy thing to understand. If we're in, if we're in contaminated consciousness, then how can we understand God? You think you should understand God with contaminated consciousness? Eat a hamburger, drink a beer, and and then go to meet God. Mm. Actually, I remember as a child, I always used to think that was really incongruous. That I used we go to church on Sunday, and then everyone would come out, and all the men would immediately go over the road to the pub or the bar, so this and smoke and drink. And, I remember even as a child thinking, well, it's kind of strange. It doesn't seem to fit properly. What do you think? It's a Think you'll find God with, in the bar? <laughs> <laughs> Go to the bar for a specific purpose. What's the purpose? To socialize with persons who like to drink and smoke and they usually in the bars they have some what's this this pool or mm-hmm. something like it's a kind of socializing and not not very high cultural level but you go to the bar to cultivate a certain kind of bhav or feeling and you come to the temple to cultivate another kind of feeling but if we're really serious about cultivating the feeling in the, it's in the temple then we can't ever go to the bar and cultivate that kind of feeling because it's totally opposite to that which is to be cultivated in the temple. And actually, after after singing these prayers, if we're actually thinking what it means, we should be just floating. We should be transported to a higher level of consciousness. This Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, by giving us this song, he's taking our hands and saying, come, come, pulling us up. So after, after singing these songs, chanting the Hare Krishna mantra, and we, should, we should be floating on a higher level. Right? We shouldn't just be mundane, talking some mundane things. That means uh, by, by singing this, we should try to enter into the same mood, get on that same wavelength. Is there any other question? Yeah. You go in the bar sometimes? You're going in bars sometimes, distributing? Yes, yesterday I just with one book, Zimbabwe. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a bit of an experience. You never know what's going to happen. Sometimes people, when they're drunk, they're in a good mood. And they, they take, they're not so drunk in the morning, usually. Depends where you are. 
you don't, in China you don't have uh, fishermen in the, on, on the coast country then often in the mornings even you'll find the fishermen because they're only in port for a few days and they you know they have to use all the time they can also yeah. so you find the fishermen in the, in the, I remember in school they were we're studying sociology and we're talking about describing fishermen, they come from the ship and they drink all day and then they go, I remember I said to the teacher, and I said, this is just rubbish. Just, uh, you know, talking about fishermen coming and getting drunk and they put all these long big words on it. They use all these big sociological terms to describe fishermen getting drunk. The teacher agreed. Yeah, he said, yeah, it's rubbish. He agreed. It's rubbish. But you have to study it to get your exam. Let's go to What's the question? Mm-hmm. Well, does it mean that uh, the words of Guru, uh, Guru and, the, and his mission should become our life and soul? Guru Mokapadmavakya Chitaitai Kuriya Aikya Arna Kuri Hamanayasha. That's what Well, it means what it says. Nothing else. Nothing no, no. more, nothing less. <laughs> means that's it. There's nothing that's no no more anything else. What's not understood about it? It's, so not it's clear, isn't it? It's not uh, it's not elliptical language. It's very straightforward. Suddenly there's a problem when Someone says something very straightforwardly and then you just interpret it to mean something else. The prophet said this, but actually he meant something else. That can be very dangerous because then you can interpret it any way you like. So then, no. One more question. Uh, he's asking in which mood we should sing this Gurvashtaka prayer in the morning because some devotees prefer to sing it like uh, quickly to not fall to sleep and some others... Uh, prefer to sing it very slowly. You must be pretty tired if you're going to fall asleep standing up. Once in Mayapur, devotees, st- they sang Mangalati, they started off really, you know, wild and Prabhupada sent a message to, you know, slow down, cool down. Generally, uh, Kirtan, traditionally, Prabhupada also sang like this. You start off slow and sweet and then you, gradually the tempo increases. Uh, the, as this, uh, the mood of this kirtan is is uh, is very uh, meditational, reverential, and sweet. So it would seem that singing it slowly in a reverential mood is more appropriate to the the, the words, the message of the song. Which why I don't like this. Or putting all this uh, kirtan to rock music. Mm, it's yeah. heavy rock. Krish, no, It's just, it's just so inappropriate. It's it's. it's yeah, Should be sweet, and kirtan sometimes wild also, but uh, that should develop uh, naturally out of out of feelings generated from the kirtan, not not simply because someone ate too much chilies or something like this. <laughs> <laughs> There are many moods in bhakti, but the, the, the specific kirtans, it's it's good if we try to understand what is the mood that is being 
given by the Acharya who has presented this kirtan, tried to present this Harikasha. So, we'll all take breakfast prasadam, and then after that, the ceremony will begin. Jai. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur Ki Jai. Jai.